right, we're back. Pat's over here. Episode, episode 32. 16. 16? 16, I think. 60? No, I thought it was speaking 14. of 60. Yeah, probably, you're probably right. I think 14 sounds good. We'll go with 14. More importantly, a lot of listens this week. <clears throat> Copious oh. amounts of listens. Definitely heard the dog there. That's hey, right. you know, it's part of the pot. That's what the listeners want. That's what they get. It's not scripted. It's not in a we're studio. Not, we're not in the studio, dude. Sound booth. This is real. This is a real world podcast. <laughs> we talk about real world topics. Yes. We actually do. Yes. How are you, PJ? No, I know. That's why I said that. Dude, I'm yeah, doing great. I'm not stuffy this morning. I don't know what it is, but I'm feeling great. I'm good to go. For are our, you, Evan? You got your blueberry muffin? You're good to go? Yeah, and you know what? I'm actually not much of a muffin guy, um, so I figured I'd switch it up today. And, uh, you know, so far, so good. For our, since <laughs> Since we're audio only, if we had video, PJ sounds great. PJ looks a little stuffy, though, on video. Dude, you get, you get one or the other. I'm either well put together and stuffy, or I look like shit, but I sound great. And I feel like the muffin I just had from a certain... I don't know, you probably really can't call it a bakery. Um, I feel like it went, like, right to my cheeks. I feel like my cheeks just exploded. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that what Dude. happens when you put food in your mouth, though? Well, I mean, it's been done for about five minutes but uh yeah dude the camera adds about 15 blueberry muffins to either cheek nice evan's got a couple cameras on him right now dude so many cans what's up pat how are you dude i'm doing great i'm uh currently headed eastbound on uh looking at uh beautiful lake ontario right now i feel like listeners there's going to be a point, I would say, three to six r- months from now, where listeners only tune in just to hear Pat <laughs> dictate where he is. Like, I'm currently headed to Eastbound, looking at beautiful Lake Ontario. That's what people tune in for. They love it. That's the hard-hitting right content now, that they subscribe to. Right now, I'm headed southbound on Lake Avenue, driving quickly away from beautiful Lake Ontario. Do you see yourself stopping in any school today? You know what? It's he's, he's, keep, he's keeping his options open. I'm not far from uh, I'm not far from the old Charlotte High School, Dude. which is now, I believe, they've they've been booed enough. Well, I think they changed. I think they changed names. Oh, you got to so, break in. Got to break in the new mascot. I think it's University Prep or something like that. U Prep or like Young Men's College Prep or. Oh, they're a charter school now? I believe so. Good for them. <laughs> yeah. You can't PJ doesn't like charter school. Well, he is a employee of the public school system, so Dude, our charter school is just like just immediately the enemy if you work in the public school system. They probably have to be, right? It's hard to say. Like uh, here's the thing. If if a charter school came to you and was like, hey, Mr. PJ, we want to offer you triple what you're making now. Will you come over? 
Dude, I'd probably cash in quick. I don't know. I view it as public schools is like the NFL and charter schools are the XFL. So, are you really? But aren't I feel like charter schools are, are aren't they kicking out like or not kicking out, but producing as good, if not better, than what public schools are producing? Hard to say. I don't have Dude, the data in front of me, and I don't want to speak out of turn. Yeah. So he's just gonna lob faceless claims, yeah. and then we'll go from there. Dude, I, oh I don't God. think I've lobbed anything. Dude, he doesn't well, you have just said, Yeah. You just said public schools are NFL and charter schools are XFL. And I think everybody... Well, think the XFL is doing great right now. <laughs> okay. Well, XFL is pumping out numbers right now, man. Like, they've got people tuning in. It's exciting. It's refreshing. Dude, nothing wrong with XFL. I think they can coexist. Do you think... Okay. If you had to... Let me ask you this. If you had to choose between, hey, hey, Mr. PJ, this Sunday, do you want to go to the uh, Atlanta Falcons NFL game or do you want to go to the uh, Bridgerton Pigeons XFL game? Hey, that's really disrespectful because, dude, Seattle Battlehawks, I'm in. Okay. So the Bridgerton Pigeons. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't think that's a real name, but I feel like it could be. I feel like Bridgerton is in the is in the United Kingdom, isn't it? Is that the XFL? Is that where that is? I have no idea what the XFL is, guys. Right, which that, proves my so point. True, so two things. One, I think we should make apparel <laughs> for the pod, and it should just be Bridgerton Pigeons, and there should be a pigeon <laughs> on it. So we're gonna copyright that. For anybody listening, I think we should change the name of the podcast to the British. <laughs> Dude, we're willing to pivot on a at a, at a moment's podcast. notice. At a moment's notice. Dude, so, we're so we're so committed to the brand, but we're willing to pivot at a moment's notice. So no, you put you put charter schools in the XFL box, and you put public schools in the NFL box. Clearly, the NFL is better on so many levels. Well, I don't think that it's better. I just think that it has more funding. But how do you and get and it's funded been around longer? by eyeballs, dude? From the government, dude. The NFL gets yo, funding comes from yo. Funding comes from results. Yeah. Okay, and when you've been around for as long as the NFL's been around, dude, they've got results. Like for the players, it's a what have you been? To, what have you done for me lately, league? But dude, NFL as a whole. Man, they're living on prestige at this point. Oh, <laughs> Honestly, you're oh, dude, you're fired. you're fired from the podcast. Like you are, you're fired. You, I, don't oh, know. I, I didn't realize that we were. I didn't realize that we were punishing free speech right now. Yo, can we? Fire, <laughs> can, hey, yo, can one of us fire another one on the podcast? Is that? <laughs> I think it needs a two-thirds vote. Yeah, it's majority vote. It's just like all it's those just in like favor. Congress. All those in favor of removing PJ for saying dumb shit on the podcast, say aye. 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 The have it. See you, dude. <laughs> Bye. PJ. <laughs> Can't try. Right. Good luck, guys. Okay, well, I guess that's settled. Dude, that's settled science. He actually is leaving. I wonder what he's doing. What does he have that? He's got a picture. Oh, he's got a printer. Looks like a nice colored printer, a nice photo of him and his wife, and then a fan. He's drinking. He's drinking a spot of tea this morning out of a, a mug that has the the English Union Jack on it. 
I noticed that this morning. Yeah. yeah. Why though? So, you guys I talking about the coffee mug? Bro, yeah, I, leave, I leave the podcast for 45 seconds and the show crumbles. Like that's the best you guys could do without me. <laughs> Hammer you when you're not here. Yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. Dude, capitalize it's on opportunity. We're opportunists. <laughs> yeah, we're making fun of your Union Jack mug. So, yesterday, I'm at the house, going through some stuff, moms, well, here's the thing, I'll say it without context, and then I'll provide context. Uh, Mom's doing something in the kitchen, it's like, hey, Evan, you usually take it out halfway and then slap it on the counter. So, I was going through going through my dad's closet at the time R.I.P. and I kind of didn't I caught enough of it to be like what so I was like hey you run that back say it again want to make sure I heard you correctly dad you take out halfway slap it on the counter like I don't know what that is so I go out oh, okay so here so <laughs> I think everybody understands you know that could potentially be not potentially it is an uncomfortable question to hear really from anyone probably especially your mother um she's making cookies so there's this trick like if you're putting cookies in for i don't know call 12 minutes right any type of cookie chocolate chip cookie i mean that's really the only cookie yeah that's true (laughs) take it out take it out everything else. take it out at 11 minutes take the pan like the cookie sheet, drop it on the counter, right? It'll flatten the cookies out, put it back in for a minute. You got perfect cookies. Now, I told my mom this I mean, months ago, right? How and did you come across asked, this information? Um, I think I, I think I was wa- uh, somebody. I was watching a video about something, and somebody's like, "Yo, cookies and ice cream every night, but when you cook the when you bake the cookies." You gotta do this, and I was like, "I'm gonna try that," and I did. I've never looked back. Cookie hacks. Cookie hacks. So I'm for all confused. Our out there. You said um, you said that halfway through, you slap it on the counter, but you said if you're cooking, no, 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 no. My mom said that. I didn't say that. Ah, okay. So your mom said that. She was wrong. So yeah. at 11 minutes, you take them out. When there's one minute left, you, you slap those cookies on the counter. Dude, fourth quarter, two-minute warning. Slap, take them Pretty out, much, slap yeah. Counter. Yeah. So, I feel like after I heard it the second time, I was like, okay, mom's making cookies. Let me go see what's going on. Confirmed she was making cookies, and I was like, okay, mom, without proper context, that's a troubling question. Just keep that in mind moving forward. And then number two, it's not halfway, the minute before. So... That was the extent of one of the conversations yesterday. Um, moral of the story, cookie hack, right? Just do that. Minute before, take them out, drop them down, pop them back in for a minute. You're good to go. Dude, we're now a cooking podcast. Actually, I think we've always been a cooking podcast. It's just now we're actually, <laughs> now we're actually getting to our content. Can anybody here cook? I can cook. I feel yeah, like I can. you can't cook. What do you cook? I cook lots of things. Pat cooks caprese salad. He's caprese salad guy. Pat can cook seafood and that's about it. 
Seafood and caprese salad is Pat's wheelhouse. You don't actually necessarily cook caprese salad. Um, yeah, that's the... Dude, that's the can we kick him off the podcast now for not understanding what we were just saying? So, I, you know, I cook... Um, I can cook seafood and uh, really anything. I'm a big Ooh, really? recipe guy. I, need Dude, to, I'm a, I, I, I will say I'm a big recipe guy, too. I can follow a recipe to a T, and it'll usually come out how it's supposed to. But I can also, like, I can cook, like, I can barbecue and shit like that. Got my pellet grill. You do have a pellet grill, don't you? I do. PJ, I'm going to drive by your parents' house right now. Boo. <laughs> oh, we talked about this last week. You got to stop in. Yeah, you got to parents... talk yourself into PJ's childhood home. No, I'm driving by his parents' current home. Oh, definitely boo. Honestly, don't do that. His dad might come out. Honestly, he's probably in the front yard doing some work right now. So, what work needs to be done? There's like snow on the ground. Who knows, man? He's raking up the snow. He's finding something to do. (laughs) He's raking up. John, come inside. John, come inside. It's dinner time. Ah, I'll be right in. I'm just raking up the snow. Just gotta finish raking up the snow. That's good stuff. Was that your? I'm just, I'm just raking the driveway. All right, take it easy on the guy. Jeez, he might. He's a listener, Pat. He is a listener. Dude, the man's been working his whole life. He's almost at retirement. He doesn't need some little prick like you <laughs> <laughs> telling him what he's doing is wrong. He's good. That's true. Hey, if, you, if, he wants to ra- if he wants to rake in snow, that's his. That's his right. Yeah, that's dude. That's his prerogative. You better be careful, Pat. He's a listener. He knows where you live. He'll pop. He does dude, know where pop. you live. He does. He had to come yeah, over. Because <laughs> he had to come over and get his screw gun back from you. Can't <laughs> pick up his screw gun. Pat, he's literally gonna come over and bust you right in your mouth. <laughs> yo, I think yo, it's funny because when he came over that day to pick up his screw gun. I like. I was. I was really. I was. You know. I was really awkward because I was like, um, I think I, dude. I think I invited your dad into my house, and he absolutely was like, I don't want to do that. Um, which I don't blame him because, like, thinking about it now, like, why the it fuck seems would like, you want to come into my house? It doesn't seem like the kind of thing you do. Like you. Like if I came over to your I house to like, pick something up, I don't think like I would want to be invited into your house. I didn't know how to, dude. I didn't know how to behave when your dad arrived at my house. Like that's, I feel like that's, that's what it all boils down to. Like, oh. I feel like I feel like that's like an innate, innately like a female thing where it's like, oh, you want to come in? I can get out some crackers. Yo, Pat's such a female. Yeah, I didn't. I wasn't. I wasn't trying to get crackers out, but like, we had just like recently kind of moved into the house, so I was gonna like show him, you know, show him the house or whatever. And then, boo! I just drove by your parents' house of food. Um, but anyways. It wasn't loud enough. Yeah. It came, it came through clearly. So he he was like, and I was like, yeah, you got, I was like, you and Lisa should come over sometime for dinner. He's like, yeah, no, we're not going to do that. Yeah, he was like, he was like, yeah, maybe like if, maybe if like when PJ's in town or something. And then I was like, yeah, definitely. Because like. Again, why the he doesn't want to be associated with you unless it's like I unless know, I'm I, I feel like your I feel like your mom's invited us over like you told Pat and I like well you guys should come over for dinner. Well, that's because my yeah, mom just when, like wants to host people like all the time. Because yeah, and then when and then when John got home from work that day, 
John got home from work that day and she was like, hey, John, just so you know, I I invited Pat and Evan over for dinner. And he was like, why the fuck did you do that? <laughs> I just saw him. Yeah, I don't want them coming over for dinner if PJ's not home. That's weird. So, yeah, I mean, I just... I didn't know how to act. I was like, I think I need to invite him inside because I think that's like kind of appropriate to do. But also, I know he doesn't want to do that. And then I was like, all right, he doesn't want to come in right now. So (laughs) right now, for dinner, I think think Pat's scared of your dad. Dude, it's because he knows. Yo, your dad's a wild card. I don't. Well, he's afraid that Pat'll. He's afraid that my dad will find out his secret, and then, dude, and then it's on. It's on site. I think that. I'm afraid your no. dad's just gonna put me to work at all, like at, at any moment in time. Like at your own house, he's gonna put you to work. Yeah. Hey Pat, can you throw in a little laundry for me? You know, <laughs> you know what it is. It's it's because he's a strong male presence, and Pat needs that. Pat does need life. that, and I need That's... that too now as of late. So, <laughs> can you ask your dad if he'll be my dad? Can your dad be both of our dads? Dude, he'll be the podcast dad. I don't can think. He, would your dude, dad adopt he, me? Dude, absolutely not. <laughs> Why not? Pat's a great kid. Yeah, I'm a great kid. I, dude, I do a he lot just more. Doesn't want a kid. He, does, do. he doesn't want a great kid. He doesn't want a terrible kid. He doesn't want any kids right now. My dad I mean, wants to go live his life. Him. Yeah, that's because you gave him such a bad experience, dude. I feel like your dad doesn't even want you, like when you were in town, he doesn't even want you. No, in the house. not really. He makes my brother that's pick why me up from the airport. That's why they sleep in the camper. Dude, I did have to oh, sleep PJ. in the camper for a whole summer. Oh, PJ's coming home. Let's get let's change the sheets in the camper. Dude. Keep him up. They had to they had to move the camper. Um, they couldn't have it in their driveway anymore because there was some like bitch lady that drives that like walks around the neighborhood. And there's like some ordinance in around Decoit where like your cars, like things that are in your driveway can't be blocking the sidewalk. And because the camper was there, my dad's truck would be like the the tailgate, the um the bed. The no, not the bed, I'm sorry, the um truck bed. The tailgate hatch. The roof? The hatch. Your car? No, the um the, the little thing that you the little, attach little, the, the, the little the little moose knuckle that they got back there. <laughs> oh, the trailer hitch. Yeah, the hitch. Yeah. That's what I said. Yeah, right on. The it was poking out there, and so like this lady would walk her dogs, and she was very inconvenienced that she would have to take a step to go around it. So she called the town, and the town came by and like issued like a warning to my dad, like, "Hey, we're gonna find you if you don't fix this." And so. He had to take his camper and he had to bring it over to his um, uh, Dan and Terry's house. That's stupid. It's super how, stupid. Uh, how, how much was the fine? I, my dad There's doesn't no tell fine. me things. He just like he literally just told me like, oh, we had to move it because this happened. So that your was dad all, that caved. Was, I guess, yeah. Maybe so uh, some, maybe maybe Lisa caved. So some That's jabroni cool. with a clipboard and a hard hat and a button-down shirt shows up to the house says hey this is your official warning from the town sir and your dad crumbles immediately and says sure i'll go move this camper 85 miles away from my house 85 miles i mean that's dude that's pretty much what happened 
So that's all it takes. Like you can literally like just make a phone call to to the. Well, I mean, it was already an ordinance that he was out of compliance with technically, but like they live in a neighborhood where nobody is coming around and checking things unless you're Pat. <laughs> so it wasn't a big deal until some. That's why Pat visited, dude. Until a whistleblower came in and blew up the whole operation. Couldn't he just I move it back worked. a little bit? Or just park it in an angle? Well, my mom needs to be able to get into the garage. And so my dad was on the one side. It was like the camper. My dad's truck was in front of it. And then the other side was open. So dude, Lisa had easy access in and out. Uh, well, that's what she needs. Yeah. She'd come halfway out and just slap it on the table. Counter. Same thing. My question, though, if I could just pivot back to the previous conversation, was why did you need my dad's screw gun in the first place, Pat? Because if there's one thing I we know about you, it's that you and manual labor are like water and oil. I didn't not need true. the dad's screw gun. I guess not manual I... labor, but like working on his house, like doing things in his house. I actually can do things in my house. Taking ownership. Dude, Pat, change the light bulb, and all of a sudden he's fucking... You turn, you turn sandwich. All of a sudden, he's Chip Gaines and Bob the Builder in one. <laughs> Yo, I didn't need your dad's screw gun. If you recall, you're a lazy piece of shit son and couldn't couldn't remember to get your dad his tools back when he brought them down to Virginia. So you forced me to bring them back to New York State for you. And then... They stayed in my car because I'm also a lazy piece of shit son. son. Yes. That's why my dad's not going to adopt you because he only needs one Secret lazy father. piece of shit son. Yeah, it's true. So it just stayed in my car forever and ever and ever. And then finally your dad was like, all right, I'll go over there and get it since this piece of shit's not going to bring it to me. That's what happened. Because that's what my dad does, man. He, he takes accountability. Yo, your dad gets stuff done. He's a man's man. You guys still have Christmas lights up, Evan? Fucking idiot, he's muted. They're, dec they're decorative. Yeah, like for Christmas. No, they're year round. It's they're not like Christmas. No, they're not Christmas themed. They're red and they're red and green. They're not. They're LED, bro. Green LED, red LED. They're, they're decorative. Sounds good. So, in a previous episode of the podcast, we talked about Pat's LeBron James shirt and how long it lasted before his wife decided to throw it away. And Pat tried to play it off like she threw it out because the armpits had blown out on it. But <laughs> we've recently learned that... This t-shirt was given to him as a gift by an ex-girlfriend. So I think it begs the question, do we feel that Meg threw out the shirt because it reminded Pat of his ex-girlfriend? And the good times that he had. Do you there. actually think that that's a... I, I, think, it, I think it begs <laughs> the conversation. Do you really think... All right. Well, I mean, it, dude, I had this shirt begs before. the question. It makes the question. Hey, dude, it makes the that's question. Good, that's good stuff. So, I feel like, all right, I got the shirt probably sometime in 2012, 
somewhere between 2012 and 2014, right? Is when I got well, LeBron James would have to be on the Heat at that point. He was that, playing, that is the he was time playing for Miami Heat at that point. Yeah, and he'd been playing for the long enough that he was well established as somebody who you would want to get a shirt for. Well, he was playing basketball for long enough that anybody would want a shirt, no matter what team he played on, because he's he's a boss. But anyways, well, you're an idiot. So, (laughs) dude, he's a fake. Sometime between, yeah, sometime between 2012 and 2014, I get the shirt. Okay. Oh, MJ. I start dating. Megan, my current, my wife, currently my wife, at that point, my girlfriend, in December of 2015. So by this time, I've already had the shirt for between one and three years. It's an established shirt in the rotation. Yes. It's a a well-established shirt in the rotation at this point. It's still in pretty decent shape. Was it made clear at that point that this was a gift shirt from... An old flame. Yeah, she, she's yeah, she's always known where the shirt. She's known the origin of the shirt. Got it. She knows the origin of the shirt. Always has known it. How and did she know it though? Did you I tell told her? her? Yeah, I told her why I had that shirt, and there was pictures of me in that shirt at the game that I was at with oh, the ex girlfriend. She knew where the shirt came from. The shirt got she knew, thrown she away. She knew where the shirt had been. So, oh, but only if she asked, though. Like, she'd be like, Pat, where did you get this shirt? Why do you have it? Oh, because I enjoy LeBron well, she, James. Well, she always, she knew, she knows that I'm I'm a LeBron James fan, and she knows that I went to the game. She's seen pictures of me in the shirt at the game with the ex-girlfriend, so she knew the whole backstory and, like, where the shirt originated. In 2022, the shirt got thrown away. So I, I believe that it had nothing to do with, like, the origin of the shirt. And it was simply due to the fact that I had literally, like, just... The shirt had dude, run its course. Shirt, the shirt had run its course. It overstayed its welcome. Dude, the shirt was LeBron James now. It just needs to retire at this point. Yeah. Pat's so, shirt yeah. needed load management, and he wasn't giving it to <laughs> It wasn't giving it load management. Yeah. Right you are, Evan. So, so those are my beliefs. So in summation, Megan threw out the shirt because she, she hates, your hates, hates you. <laughs> she hates. Hate, it was a it was a rage throw. It was a hate throw out. Yes. When she was throwing out your shirt, she was throwing out you, dude. Dude, it was a hate crime. It was a hate crime. Yes. The I will way say. Way to clear this up is to get her on the podcast. Yeah, I think I think that's fair. I think we need to get her on the podcast and let her tell her story. But Absolutely. I think, She's got a story to tell, and we need to hear it. Yeah. I will say I was a little bummed out when she threw the shirt away, but at the same time... Did like, you know about it? Did she throw it out in front of you, or did she do it when you weren't home? I think she I think she did it, if I recall. I think she did it when I was not home. And oh, then she make, told dude. Me. Well, that makes and sense, because it seems like the kind of shirt that if she saw Pat throw it away, that Pat would then just go and take it out of the garbage. And so I think her options were really either to throw it out while Pat wasn't there and didn't know about it until after that trash had been picked up, or to, like, burn it. Yeah. So she threw it out, and then she told me about it, and I was like, oh, come on! Not the LeBron shirt! And then she was like, and she was like come, dude, like, it's... What's done is done. 
it was barely any material left to it. And, like the armpits were legitimately blown out. Like I'm not even being dramatic. So I was like, yeah, you're right. I've got plenty of other around the around the house shirts. So that's what happened. That's so big of you, Pat. Shout out. R.I.P. Pat shirt, and also if any of our listeners have a LeBron James Miami Heat shirt that they want to send to Pat, any size doesn't matter, preferably small. Yeah. <laughs> Extra small to small. Send it to the Pat's number here at gmail.com email address, and we'll figure it out somehow. Hell yeah. Can you, you email it? a shirt to somebody? I feel like we got to be close, it's right? It's 2023. We've got to be able to do it by now. Yeah. Like, we're getting there, at least. Like, the technology's being thought about. Well, the technology is there. I think it's just not being properly utilized at this point. But it's so bingo. You, That's, so you yep. believe... All right, so you believe that, that we... That somewhere, some somehow, someone could email a t-shirt to somebody else. I know it. I don't believe it. He um, knows it for a fact. All right. All right. Here, that's a dude. That's a billion dollar idea. Honestly, <laughs> Email t- you gotta, dude. Why stop at t-shirts? We're gonna we're gonna trademark that. That along with the Bridgerton pigeons. <laughs> you know the Bridgerton birdies. Can we um? Yeah, let's let's figure that out. Let's figure out how to email a t-shirt. people. Hey, how are we doing on time? Dude, we got nothing but time. True. We're under no time constraints here at Pets Never Here. Yeah, this is. Do we feel like this is one of our better episodes? Probably not. Like this is garbage. That's for our listeners. That's for, That's our, for listeners. our listeners. Dude, if you feel like this was one of our worst episodes, please hit that like and subscribe button. Oh my god, dude. Please hit that hate and subscribe button. <laughs> please hit that hate and unsubscribe button. Alright, we'll see you guys. Yep, sounds good. <laughs> bye, bye, Pat. See you, Pat. <laughs> See you later, Pat, on Pat's Never Here. At Pat's Never Here at gmail.com. Email me Pat. at Miami. Email me at sure. Pat, where are you now? What's that? Can we get a status where, update? Where Where are you now? I'm currently driving southbound on Duty Avenue. You don't get shot. Don't get car no. Okay. Dude, the amount of carjackings that happen on Dewey Avenue far exceed any carjackings in Hilton, New York. I've driven on Dewey Avenue for the last 30 years. 30, Pat's been driving yeah. for 30 years. I haven't been driving for 30 years, but I've been either driving or a passenger for 30 plus years. Pat probably did drive illegally as a kid. Pat, Pat, weren't you a shitbag as a kid? Pat was a shitbag yeah. as a kid, but he also... Something you may not know, Pat was able to ride a bike without training wheels at like three months old. I wasn't three months old, but I was like 18 months old. Really? Yeah. Is that normal? No, that's no, not I mean, normal. Not normal at all. I don't know why I was able to do that, but there's like- I feel like I was on a bike at like six months old. I was cruising around my driveway. Okay, but yeah, you're talking about like a little trike or some shit like that. Like Pat was legitimately on like a, like a Schwinn. No, I had one of those. He uh, had one of those. He had one of those latex suits and the hats. And he had a helmet. Dude, I was on a... Pat was racing for the United States Postal Service. Yes. Pat was in the Tour de France at 27 months. Can we talk about those people? Like you just got whoa. Them. You what? 
You're talking oh, about French what people. Mean, what do you mean those people? The people that cycle around. Oh, uh, yeah, fuck those people. Around town, but they like, they have these suits on. Yeah. Get ups. <laughs> yeah. And they got these. The and they the got tights. all these sponsors. Like, here's the thing. Either, either there's such a demand for uh, companies to sponsor riders that's just not being fulfilled, or of the thousand people I see on bicycles with onesies on that have sponsors <laughs> on their onesies, um, I would say what? Less than probably 1% actually competes or makes money from doing that? Correct. Probably. Yeah. That's a fair assessment. But are you, um, why did you, like, the helmet piece, do you, um, do you, do you believe that people shouldn't wear helmets while they're riding bikes? No, but there's, like, a normal, there's, like, a regular helmet, and then there's, like, the aerodynamic. There's, like, the racing helmet. Yeah, there's the racing helmet the, when you're. The reducing drag helmet. When you're, you know, cruising around the town of, you know, whatever. Like, I think I, really I don't know. Maybe here's the thing. Maybe that helmet's a game changer, but I don't know. I feel like you're not sponsored. Don't act like it. I feel like even if you like put aside the sponsorship piece of it, I think that those people are just also like the scum of the earth. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like they have these lanes for them, but like the lane is legitimately just in the middle of the road. And they're like, all right, making a left-hand turn, guys. So I'm just going to pull in front of you all, and I'm pedaling as fast as I can, but I'm in second gear, so I'm going seven miles an hour. I think... And it's like they, they follow the rules of the road, but only when it's convenient for them. Like, they'll sit in the middle of a lane at a red light, but then there's nobody coming. They'll just fucking go. Like, they won't wait for the green. They won't do any of those types of things. They just... Dude, they follow the rules when it's convenient for them. The, I think the most... And if we mow them over, then we're, the, then we're at fault. Right. Well, the the most troubling part is when you're stuck behind, like, I don't know, on some type of side street or something. Mm-hmm. And there's like, there's like seven cars in front of me. I'm like, why are we going so slow? And then you figure out, it's like, oh, there's a person on a bike. There's a cyclist and the people either won't driving, pass them or there's other traffic coming. Driving on the road as if they're also a car. Mm-hmm. But it's like the speed limit is like 35. So I don't, I've never understood that. And like, I get the whole like, hey, look out, you know, share the road. But I feel like I'm already sharing it with motorcycles, right? Yeah. So now we got to share it with cyclists. And it's like, I mean, the roads are only so big. Sure. I, I will say though, like, if I had to choose, like, who's the bigger asshole, the person who's riding their bike in the road and being a dickhead, or the person who's riding, like the adult who's riding their bike on the sidewalk, it's going to be the person who's riding their bike on the sidewalk. So in that sense, like, where are they supposed to go? But also, like, if you're just like, like, if I'm riding my bike and I see that there's cars behind me, I'm getting over as far as I can so that they can get by me because I don't want to be an asshole. Good point, Peter. That makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> I, I will say, if I'm, like, walking my dogs or something, I see, like, a grown-ass adult riding his bike on the sidewalk. Like, that guy's losing at life. Do you I do mean, anything about Why do you feel like he's losing? Because the sidewalk is for pedestrians, for people to walk. Like, what? So where are the bike, where are the 
where are the bikers supposed to? In the bike lane, in the road. What happens if there's no bike lane, dude? Then in the road, but on the shoulder. <clears throat> if oh, you're over, right. if you're over the age of seven and you're riding your bike <laughs> in the on the sidewalk, <laughs> I'll kill you. It sounds like like, like if I'm like what if I was a mother experience. walking like a kid on a stroller and there's a cyclist coming like what am I gonna get out of the way with my kid on the stroller so that this jackass on a bike can ride by me and hey, bring his little belt? Pat, you know what's going on here is TJ's dad probably rode a bike when PJ was younger and he probably would have <laughs> he would probably berate PJ he'd be like PJ we're going on a walk and he would make PJ run alongside him while he was running riding his bike 